Welcome back to the Inside Out Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Cretella, and I'm so honored and happy that you are here with me today. This podcast is all about joy and love and soul-to-soul connections while we all lift our vibrations together. Let's get started. All right, and welcome back to the Inside Out podcast. I am here with Rachel Broomberger, and guys, I'm super excited to have her on. She is the owner and practitioner of her acupuncturist uh, and wellness uh, studio. Is it a studio? It's a clinic. I don't know. Yeah, what is it? It's a clinic. There you go. There you go. Um, she is a master of oriental medicine. She has a postgraduate certificate and women's holistic health, and she's a master of acupuncture. And uh, this is totally down my, or, you know, up my alley. So, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we linked together. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. I'm happy to be here with you. I know. Isn't it crazy that we met almost a year ago? It's nuts. I was at my brother's wedding, yes. and her best friend is marrying is married to my mm-hmm. brother. And yeah, so when we met, I was I heard that you had this clinic, and um, I was like, "That's a beautiful thing." And here we are connecting. So crazy! It's so fun. I love the I love uh, connecting with all the people's peoples because it's you know you have your wonderful people, and then you get to meet their wonderful people, and then you get more wonderful people. Yeah, everything's connected. I love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, of course I have questions. So are you ready for those Let's questions? Do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Bring it. All right, Rachel. Okay, so with all the craziness going on, how are you keeping sane and content, especially with a little one at home? Okay, I think this is brilliant. So I had and I had loved that you put together something on this earlier too. Um I can't remember the episode number, but I, you know, you had gathered everyone at the beginning of our stay at home. And I'm, I've got to tell you, I've stuck with my surrender theme the entire time. Um, because that's, it's just, I just keep coming back to that because, you know, some days, some days it's easy. Like some days, like yesterday I had a really easy day. My daughter and I hung out. We had tea in the sun. It was just sort of, you know, we we did her little, we had some circle time that we needed to attend to and a lesson, but we just kind of chilled. And other days, somehow I get myself wind up, wound up and think I have to do whatever. I don't know, like all of the laundry and all of the work things and too many art projects and whatever. All of us have that kind of list we start committing to in our mind's eye. Um, Mm -hmm. but over and over again, ultimately I just come back to surrender. It's like there, this, this thing we don't understand is happening right now in the world and we may not fully understand it for a while. And I think the best thing I can do is sort of throw my hands up to the sky a little bit and be like, I'm just going to hang out and observe and go with what feels good in my body. And so obviously our moods come and go and I've had my own as we all have, and we're all in different circumstances too. I mean, I have a, you know, my daughter's four and a half. So I think it's in some ways an easy age in some ways, because we aren't online all day long doing a million things of homework. And she's not an infant where I can't put her down, you know, and in a way that's been helpful. Um, but I do, I just come back to that 
like, wow, there's this huge thing happening and we're all going to do our best and I'm going to do my best. And I don't always know what I'm doing. And sometimes I'm cranky and sometimes somebody else in the house is cranky and (laughs) all of us are cranky at the same time or whatever. And it's like, okay, I come back to that through compassion. Usually Um, whoever's the crankiest gets the most compassion in our house. Typically that helps. Um, It's like a cranky one wins a little bit. You know, we all sort of defer. You know, it's like, oh Oh my God, that's so funny. Because it's like, oh, we're all like, I'll be like in my stuff. And then if my daughter or my husband has a thing, I'm like, oh, wait, like, is that one bigger than mine? Oh, they're they're in it more than me. Like, let me just, again, I'm like, oh, let's bow down to that. Like, what do you need? And sometimes I'm the one with the biggest, biggest emotions. And so everyone sort of defers to me. So, that's helped actually is that um gentle deference also (laughs) I I think there's some you know because in partnership many of us have that where it's like the partner with the big like the biggest opinion about something that really matters if the other one doesn't care that much you're like oh that actually seems really important to you so you can have that one and it's been a little bit like that with moods here or preferences about you know, are we skipping circle time today or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I hear you on that. I totally hear you on that. I think like, so my son is going to be four and a half yeah. in June. And I know, so we have similar yeah. age kids. So I, uh, there was a time where Trolls had just come out with oh, Trolls yeah. too, And I was like, he, my son just was, you know, oh, I just want to watch it. Cause we don't do mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, we do TV time, yes, but he doesn't do games mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it's a big deal when a new movie comes out. So I was like, no, it's 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 $20. That's ridiculous. We're not going to do that. So he just looks at me and he just clicks rent. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, okay. And we actually, I mean, I, I didn't punish him. I was like, okay. And you know what? I had the best time watching it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like that, like they're like staring straight at you, and it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just good. Yep, it was happening, and um, yeah, we watch it like a hundred times because you can rent it for forty-eight hours. So it, uh, it was just one of those moments. And during this yeah. pandemic, <laughs> quarantine, stay at home, that uh, was funny. Hilarious. But you know, if it was quote normal times he would have been a huge trouble right and you're like i surrender like i guess we're just gonna watch trolls 30 times because you know the the facade like the the facade whatever of that like i have control over most anything besides myself is you know is is a big joke like who who am i to think i'm in charge right now yeah exactly and that's why you know it is it is so powerful to talk about stuff that you do. I absolutely loved your website. You. I just thought it was so powerful and so calming the moment I got no, in there. I just loved it. And um, I couldn't help but wonder um, what uh, guided you to follow yeah. this path to holistic medicine and practice. Yeah. So I, there, there's of course always like the long story and then the short, long story. So I'll give you the short, long story than anything let me know, but it's basically, so about 10, let's see, we're in 2020. So in 2009, um, I was, I was having a really hard time with my health, which wasn't new. It had kind of come in waves at varying points 
starting, I mean, probably really since I was a little kid, but it had just gotten more prominent in high school and then college was really rough and then it would get a little better and then it would get worse. And that was kind of like my digestive health primarily. And then intertwined with that, then my mental health, because we are learning now more obviously about that um, gut brain connection and the enteric nervous system and all these bits and pieces about how our dopamine production is reliant on our gut health and all that. So I was having a lot of anxiety and panic and I, my digestion was off the charts wacky and I was having insomnia again. I was super stressed out and so I wasn't feeling good. I was having a really hard time and related probably because I was feeling really not great. Also, I was having a really hard time at work. Um, and I was looking at, there was a lot, there was so much I loved about the work I was doing. There's still a lot I use from that. I was working in higher education administration and I knew my expression of work needed to be different, but I didn't fully know how. So I was exploring that and I was having this health breakdown. And then, you know, uh, serendipitously, of course, because that's how the universe works. I had gone to a reunion with these women I sang with in college for my acapella group. And one of them was an acupuncture school. And we were all talking, catching up. And she's like, you really should try acupuncture, you know, come to the student clinic. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard that's good for stress. You know, like clueless me, like, I've heard that's great for stress, you know, and I'm like a little stress case. And I, uh, I went home and I told my um, at the time, boyfriend, fiance about that. And he knew a little bit about acupuncture. Now he's my husband and he went and made his appointment. He was like, you know, an acupuncturist, I've seen great stuff with that. I'm going to go. And I was like, Whoa, I, that's my buddy. Like, wait, what? And I got real competitive because sometimes I do. I can't believe he made the appointment first. Whoa. I got to like get my, you know, stuff together. And so I then, because he jumped so fast, I made an appointment because I was feeling competitive. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I was already like, I was doing therapy, like I've worked with nutritionists before. So it wasn't like my first uh, jump into wellness, but it was kind of like a bigger jump deeper into it when I made that appointment and started going to see her and like, just everything starts to change, like everything. I start seeing her and find like for the first time ever in my life, I'm like, this may actually all get better. Wow. And so it's funny how things go. She was the one that was like, I think this, you'd be really good at this. And I was like, put needles in people. Are you insane? But here we are. <laughs> here we I are. Know, and here I, you are. And you own your yeah, own clinic. Like, that's great. And that's yeah, awesome. within a few months of seeing her, I had already like got, because she helped and I was getting so much support. Like she, I went to the open house and I fell in love with the school and that was it. That was the end of it for me. Wow. It sounds a lot like yeah. falling in love. So you fell, you I fell did. in love with acupuncture. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. So mm -hmm. I just have questions on it. Um, I obviously everyone knows acupuncture or if you don't know, <laughs> now, you know, involves yep. being poked. So um, what exactly, where do you place those? How far into the skin do you place those? And what can you do? Okay. Oh my God. That's an amazing question. Um, okay. So yes, it does involve being poked. So there, so there are <laughs> hundreds of places in the body that are, you know, marked in meridian maps, let's call them. Like if anyone ever looks up 
acupuncture or has seen, you know, we have these sort of, um, sometimes people will see in an office like a body with the channels marked and the points. So there are points all over the body and then there's extra points on the body and then you can go off channel if you need to, or you could go off point if you need to, but we are mostly finding these points on the body where we insert that needle to have the body affect its own change, which is an incredible thing that we are, I mean, we're capable of healing ourselves and sometimes we just need a little help or a lot of help to do that. And when we put those needles in at different depths, depending on a couple of things, where is that point located and what is the anatomy like and what are we trying to do? So the point could go, it's a really tiny needle. It's, it can be hair thin. I mean, they're so, so very different wow. than say getting a blood draw or, you know, a flu shot. It's not, it's not a hypodermic needle. It's a really thin, flexible needle and they're single use. And it, that point could be, you know, on the hand where we would definitely not go as deep because the hand doesn't have that much fleshy tissue, you know, or in the thigh where there's a lot of fleshy tissue and we maybe need to go a little deeper to access what we're saying, the chi, the energy of that point. And, and then there's also different depths for, well, what am I up to? So am I, what, what am I, how, what level of energy or chi am I looking to engage with here? Is it the source level energy, which is sort of your congenital, what you come into the world with? Is it the mid-level, which is more of our substance, like what I'm eating and my emotions, or is it sort of superficial um, access point for when we say superficial, not shallow, but superficial in the sense of the chi that lives on the top of the body, let's say. The energy of it. The, the way that if you and I were in person right now, because we have chi on the top of our body, we would kind of know instinctively, like how close do we sit next to each other? What feels good? You know, that chi where you kind of engage with the world. Exactly. I love that. And some people, like I remember asking um, a friend a few years ago, and this is this is before I kind of really dug deep into, uh, I don't know, yeah. my spirituality and exploring beyond religion. And um, that was one of the first things was I learned about why, why could I feel everyone's mm -hmm. uh, emotions and why was I, why was I wearing yes. their emotions that, my own yeah, sometimes? Empath, so, which I know you were talking about, I think, with Courtney last time. Um, yes. Yeah. Because that, that's a part of, that's like an access point for our chi, which is like, where do I stop and you start? Where do you start, stop and I start? And there's, you know, in our right brain, if we were all on, um, I mean, in our right brain, there is, we're all energy. So we all blend all over the place. And there's our left brain that's like, but somewhere there's a line where there's like a little less Brittany and a little more Rachel and a little more Brittany and a little less Rachel. Like, where is that? But when those things get mixed up, it's really intense. Right, right. And so when you when someone comes into uh, your clinic, um, what do you what are you seeing most often? People are wanting to um, with some help. Like what what are they wanting help That's with? An the amazing most? one. So I think it it pro I bet this answer will change a lot with like who, which acupuncturist you're talking to. Um, for me, okay. I have. Yeah, we're all we're all mind, body, spirit people. Like there's 
you know, what's happening in the body is happening in our whole self. So there's no difference if somebody's, you know, if they're in physical pain, it's going to affect other parts of them too. And if they're in some sort of spiritual anguish, it's going to affect their body, right? There's no, that's just part of it. So for me, um, the things that people, I tend, I tend to work the most with is, um, digestive health because I really have a deep understanding and love of healing that, uh, women's health. And I work with, um, a lot of anxiety, depression, and then sort of also this sort of autoimmune stuff. And when people, so that's like, what? okay, that's what we call it in our sort of Western language. Right. But what really I'm, what really I'm up to is like, what is, what is that deep hurt that has, you know, somebody come into the office? Like, what is, what is having you suffer? So what is that really deep hurt that is causing all these other things in the body, mind, spirit to kind of just be really uncomfortable and out of whack. And I like to get to that. And people want people general. I mean, occasionally they'll be like, no, seriously, I just hurt my foot, but not usually. I mean, that's not typically where I'm spending my time and people do, even the people we're doing that work with, sometimes they do hurt their foot or their hip or, you know, of course, um, or they get, you know, they catch a, they have a sinus infection or something. So we'll work on it, but it's really that it's like the, the heart wounds. That's really the stuff that made life. So at some point something happened or some set of things happened that became so difficult to digest that it just threw everything else off. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that, that makes total sense. Cause once that starts, yeah. then something else uh, yeah. unfolds and then boom, yeah. then we're going, then we're going downhill. Exactly. And I think um, people just want, they want to feel like they're, they want to feel like some awesome version of themselves and we don't all know what that is. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, which is what we're trying to focus yeah. on for them. <laughs> Um, so I did see, um, that you are doing at home services still and what does that look like? So it's a, I usually do it on a video so I can see the person because in lieu of being able to be together physically, um, seeing the person and how they're animating is really helpful. So we hop online and I still have, um, you know, if I haven't seen them in a while, I have them fill out like a little mini, like what's going on with you. So I have my paperwork trail because, of course, I have to have that. But we, we, we catch up about like how they're doing, mind, body, spirit, what's ailing. And they send me a picture of their tongue because I can't. So acupuncture, so we do a lot of differential diagnosis on feeling pulses, looking at tongues, feeling channels on the body. So if you know, somebody comes in and they're, um, they've been feeling really nauseous. I'm, you know, this, this is just one example. I may like feel their legs specifically to be like, what's happening with the digestive channels. Cause those are very active on the legs even. And I may feel the abdomen and be like, what's going on here. So I can't do that right now when we're not together. So I'm focusing on the tongue. So they send me a picture of their tongue and they usually stick it out for the camera. And so that way I can make more of a diagnosis and look at their face and listen to the sound of their voice. And we talk about the symptoms and then we do a variety of things. So I always send a follow, I've been sending follow-up emails with kind of self-care, unique self-care directions for that beloved that I'm talking to. And that could be anything from mm-hmm. eat more of this because it will support your chi 
to um, let's let's see what happens if you try a dance party in your living room instead of like, I don't know, um, tennis, because that wasn't feeling good anymore, whatever it was. So we do, you know, it's like a lifestyle things. And then we'll do sometimes a treatment online. So I'll get, we'll give like, they'll get a kitchen spoon and I'll use a little tool and I'll show them where to do this thing called gua sha on their body, which is where we sort of are activating the channels and the musculature. Or we'll do some acupressure points, maybe a guided meditation if that suits them. And I'll walk through my recommendations with them. So I do my best to give a treatment online. Some people are getting little treatment videos. So I give them a little routine to use after we have our appointment of like, here's where I want you to do your acupressure or your massage or whatever they're going to be doing at home. And um, that's kind of how I've been doing it. So it's definitely modified, but there's so much richness in Chinese medicine. And then of course I do herbs too. So sometimes I'm modifying herbal approaches. Both, yeah. Or I'll be like, yeah, order this tea and mix it with that tea. So if, if they're not taking herbs from one of my pharmacies, they may be doing sort of kitchen medicine. Uh, but that's how, that's how I'm doing it. And just getting creative with like what is available, you know? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of, um... Have you heard of the medical medium? I might have. I definitely, I know a bunch of different mediums, but I feel like I just heard about this one. It's so interesting, but uh, because of him, I started oh, how's that tea. No, I, I haven't used it. it. Have, you, have you heard of it? It's a root. Um, and also my husband yeah. is obsessed with turmeric. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and it has oh, posit positively impacted him. I, I, yeah, even my dad. Uh, yeah. So is there anything that you would say um, just on average for people if they want to drink a tea or yeah. um, what would you recommend in I general? Say, yeah, most, something that's kind of safe for most. Um, there's a couple of things that I generally feel are safe for many people. Cause it's always this, like, I'm very, I'm very aware that when we're like, everyone should take blank. We have black people. It's like, no, nope, except for you. <laughs> and that person doesn't know that they're the exception. Right. So generally safe, generally right. safe things for people that have <laughs> access to um, ginger root. It's so, it's such a good Ooh, kitchen yeah. medicine because it's, um, Mo most people can take it, like eat it safely, you know, or put it in their tea or add it to their food or make, you know, make like a lemon and honey concoction with it. And it's really good for the digestive center. Um, it warms people up. It helps food move more easily. It keeps us able to mentally digest things too, because we're keeping the stomach warm. So I really like fresh ginger. Dry ginger is great too, especially when people are having respiratory things. So, you know, if somebody had, especially right now, like a respiratory concerns based on where we are with one said outbreak and also with um, seasonal allergies, which are rampant for a lot of folks right now, dry ginger is a nice thing. And so getting it in a tea form, like having a tea bag with that in is great. Otherwise having it to powder on top of oatmeal or put in a soup is great. I'm also a really big fan of licorice, which is a very polarizing flavor from both. Um, but licorice yes. <laughs> for many people is safe because 
and where it would be maybe not so safe is when people start taking it as an extract in a in a large amount and they don't know what they're doing. That's where like, cause there are studies on all of these herbs where it's like, well, that's not good for the hormones or that's not good. It's like, well, yeah, but you have to be taking like, go have gotten an, an extract somewhere and be taking it without some support from someone who has studied. Um, so like a tea bag with licorice in it is a, I think a very safe access point for that. And what's great about licorice is also good for the digestive center. It, it's really good for throat health. It's really um, helpful when people get sick and it calms the heart, which is really nice right now. Um, those ginger and licorice together in a tea bag is whew, amazing medicine. I'm, you know what I'm going to go do right now? I am yeah, going to look this up on Amazon. Yeah, and a lot of times they'll <laughs> come together, them. and when they don't, I'll tell people, oh, just, like, buy a licorice tea and buy a ginger tea and just put them in the same mug, you know. And um, and that's yeah. for, like, when we're actively sick or when we're just feeling like we're overwhelmed and emotional and, like, we can't kind of calm down in our heart space. And uh, cinnamon is something I love to have also around because it's really good for the limbs. It's like really helpful for muscles. So people who are stiff or in pain or they're hypermobile or, um, and cinnamon's good for also calming the spirit sometimes. So that can be good for energy too. And again, it's like none of these things are things to be like, oh, Rachel said do like ginger tea. So I just like drink, you know, 15 bags of ginger tea today. That is not what I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's like I made a cup of that today. I sprinkled that in my oatmeal today. Uh, right. You know, and cinnamon's a good one, too. So those are some of my, like, really go-to because they're most of the time safe for everybody. Yeah, I love that. I um, my, yeah. my son obviously has treats uh, during the day, you know, especially as rewards. And so whenever he gets this treat, I usually yeah. go and grab my yeah. tea and that's my reward. <laughs> so so I love the idea of, of grabbing uh, some new tea. So I'm definitely going to pick up licorice, which I don't have. Yeah. I think I do ginger, have ginger but it's a green great. tea. I love green um, tea. I mean, yeah. listen, you know, real tea in general, whew, it's like superfood. So I'm yeah, you get you get your green tea, you get yes. like all the brown teas, black teas, red tea, get them all. They're all, they're all because they're all, all and they all have different yes. different access uh, yeah. points to the way the way they help our bodies with that like antioxidization process. And um, it's it's like yeah, get it, all of the teas are I keep them all around. I have like this cabinet full of. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, that's it. Why? Uh, um, yeah. So uh, my last question is, um, mm -hmm. when they're done with, um, after a session with you, is there anything that you recommend that your clients do? Like, do they go soak in an Epsom salt bath? Do oh they, um, do they have, you, homework? you, get it, you know, right? you get what, what is, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it depends on the person and sometimes, so sometimes when I do say, so there's something we do called clearing treatments, which is to really help all of us sort of uh, shed the layer of stuff we're carrying around from just being in the world that we don't otherwise know how to shed. It would be like exfoliating the spirit or the, yep. say it like that, which I, I mean, I'm a big fan <laughs> of exfoliation in general and I'm sure you are too. Yeah. No, it's so good smell. because we do <laughs> treatments because so many of us are holding on to stuff that like 
maybe we transformed it, but there's still some residue of that. Or maybe, maybe we do have neck pain and it's totally unexplained and you do a clearing treatment and it like vanishes. Um, and so often when I do clearings, I will have certain people go soak in Epsom salts when they're done based on what we're dealing with. Um, which I love. I think Epsom salts is a great thing to have at home. It's again, generally safe for most people. I certainly like no one who's pregnant should be sitting in like a big Epsom salt bath unless they're working with a physician on that. There are certain, mm-hmm. um, like some conditions, obviously I don't consider pregnancy a condition, but there are actual medical conditions where it's like, well, but like if we don't have those, um, it's generally safe, especially while people are now like getting their, you know, they're like getting back into running because they're home or, and that can be really good. So I'll do a lot of Epsom salt baths. I do certain, um, certain foods depending on what that person is dealing with. So if we've been working on building them back up, um, and they've been depleted for a while, I kind of send people home with a list of a certain kind of group of foods that I want them to add more of. Um, we'll do a lot of that. Some treatments based on how people feel after I will kind of be like, you know what, if you can rest tonight early, do it. Some people, they go right to the gym afterward or, you know, in normal circumstances, they go back to a meeting or, Mm -hmm. and that's fine too. So it just depends on the person, but I do a lot of homework. I do. Um, some people get mantras, um, for their homework. Some people go order coloring books. I mean, it just depends on what they're dealing with. And um, for for oh gosh, show, like my one of my favorite ones. Okay, so a mantra would be here's yeah. Let's see. I think a better word for that for any average any of us is like my understanding is what is a phrase that calls me back to feeling good in myself. That's all it is. Cause I do think the word, mon- you're, I'm glad you pointed that. The word mantra can be really like, I don't know about that meditation stuff or what is that? So for, um, for all of us, I think that it's really, it's just about a word or a phrase or a concept that has me kind of, you know, call myself back into like a being more conscious, being more conscientious and being more self-loving. So it could be a prayer. It could be a prayer. Right, if right. Somebody is like, and it's so interesting. You know, like the serenity prayer yeah. is a really good one. Um, anything that somebody really identifies with in their faith already, it would be that. And it could just be a word like love or peace. Yeah. Yeah. And if you watch Seinfeld, it can be serenity now. <laughs> um. But yeah, I was talking to one of my girlfriends and she, it's very interesting because I've never, I never came across this, but she does a contrasting um, mantra. So it's, it's like, I am beautiful. I'm free. I am flowing with abundant energy. And then there's a contrasting one that is who you're absolutely terrified that you know Mm -hmm. that you are. Uh, unconsciously holding on to that you need to let go of. So, and then um, I am, um, I don't know, what would be a contrast? I am angry. I am unfulfilled. And so it's almost like she, you consciously acknowledge 
what you're you're getting away from or wanting to get away from and be free from so I always thought that was interesting yeah it's just interesting I um I don't often use mantras per se but I do use quotes which are basically mantras I think we all I I mean it's like how we do right like some people are sitting with their you know they're sitting in a meditative position and they're 40 minutes doing a mantra like I don't I don't practice that way lots of people do but I like stick it on a post-it note and look at it every day when I'm checking email you know um so it's like however we do it I'm I'm all about accessibility and when something doesn't feel well matched or accessible it's not going to be helpful so yeah right that's really cool I agree with that um yeah. Um, well, Rachel, I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on here. I know it is hard. You have a little one at home. I'm sure husband is with little one and I had to do the same thing. I'm not sure if that's happening, but it's happening yeah, at my cute. house right now. Yeah, they, I was like, I'm going on, on I'm going to be recording. So please don't on the blender, you know, while a lawnmower in the back, you know, you're just like, yes, that's the time. Well, thank you. I mean, I just appreciate you coming on. I love soul to soul talks and you're one of my top ones. I was like, you know what? Immediately when I moved into this new place, she is coming in. So thanks. And um, so I just really appreciate it. What you do, what you do for this world, what you do for the light is um, absolutely amazing and something that I hope you shine through. And I know um, people can contact you uh, on your online uh, website, and I will put your information in the show notes. But if you have anything else oh, you'd like I to just, add, like, no, yeah, I would love to hear from people. Like, let's get together on Instagram or Facebook or wherever is the right place. I that would be lovely. So I'll make sure you have all that. Um, but I'm on both of those forums and can be found on the web. And I love hearing from people because I think you know we're on this planet together it's all about being soul to soul that's the mo- i mean that's that's the it's the goodness of life i think yeah yes I, it's the goodness of life and it's something that um i feel yeah. like a lot of us sometimes feel like yes. we're alone but we aren't we are all connected and some people have different uh, mm-hmm. things they can attribute to you and you can attribute to them. Absolutely. So it's just, you know, we're all in like this melting mixing pot. I so agree. Why not I love put that. your hand out there so someone else can grab oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So stay on the line. Great. Um, but I'm just going to do a closeout. Thank you all for listening and joining us today. Again, Rachel Broomberg. Broomberger, sorry, is uh, a licensed acupuncturist and herbalist. Um, and she's been doing this for quite some time, 10 years and more. Uh, she is yep. based in Bethesda, Maryland. Is that correct? Yeah, Bethesda, Maryland. So please check her out. Um, and much love to you all. Thank you guys so much for being here with us today. Um, Rachel, that was absolutely cool. Uh, that was the coolest. I love all the information you gave us and, um, intrigued, very intrigued about the whole, uh, consultation, phone consultation and just showing my tongue. Like that is so interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah. So again, guys, if you're interested in contacting her, please do so. All of her information is in the show notes. I also want to add, 
thank you. I want to just say thank you guys so much for all of the reviews. Um, wow, it really is overwhelming. I could cry right now. Um, if you haven't already left a review, please do so. It's been helping me um, the podcast out tremendously. I have been searching inside out on the Apple podcast app that I have on my phone and I'm inching my way up there. I'm not up there, up there, but I'm inching my way up there. So it just, because of you guys, um, I just want to show you or tell you how much it means. So yeah, um, if you want to leave a review wherever you you are getting this episode right now, that would be wonderful. So I can inch my way up on other apps as well. Everyone have a wonderful day. Peace and love.